Welcome back to another episode of Watching the Game. I'm your host, Hog Aisa, joined as always by my boys Idris and Yunus. And uh, another eventful past few weeks in sports, so let's just hop straight into it. Sadly, Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace are gone. It's a very sad day, it's a very sad week this week. Yeah, I actually cried. Legends gone. These are the guys who brought us Khalil Mack, Justin Fields, uh, Keem Hicks. And no. VP himself, Mitch Trubisky. No, that that fool too. Uh, some great, some great. One moments. and only MVP. Some some really great moments, you know, 2018. Greatest year for the Bears since they last made the playoffs in 2011. And then, you know, they made the playoffs again last year. But the pain, the pain from the double doink, the pain from Javon Wims not being able to catch an amazing play. Just, just, it was I'm probably Matt Nagy's best play call his entire like three years. His best play call? Uh, yeah, that play is awesome. And more or less, Trubisky executed for the first time in his life. Javon Wims just couldn't catch it. Oh man, what a painful game that was. Now Nagy exits thirty-five and twenty-two record. Pace something like a forty-nine, and do my math seventy. Forty-nine and like sixty-four, something like that. Not great, but you know. Better than I honestly didn't think we would fire Pace. I thought we would like make him like a draft-only personnel type guy, but. I guess nope. I guess not. It had to be done, I think. Think so. Yeah, we're on to a I feel new. Feel like the root. On to a new era now. We got a lot of. I just people. hope. I just hope they don't try and do like a, try and find a, the next Bill Belichick where he's the head coach and GM. Yeah. Ted Phillips and Mr. McCaskey need a. Find the right man for this job. They can't just hire somebody off the street. Bill Polian putting in some good work, bro. We got we got a lot of good GM candidates out there. Head well, coach Bill Polian. He's like an advisor. Unless you get Jim Harbaugh guessing. or Flores with a good OC, no head coach hire is going to be great. So you seem to find the best guy. Whereas GM, you can't go wrong. Got some really good GM candidates. Ed Dodds, Rick Smith, Kwesi, Adolfo Mensa. Um, what's this? There was someone else. Um, I was saying. There's a fourth candidate I really liked. Rick Smith, Ed Dodds, Kwesi, Adolfo Mensa. 
Barack <laughs> Obama. Promise you, if there is someone listening, no one knows. The person listening does not know these names. Lincoln has moved on. I had it written down somewhere. Here, Bill Polian is putting in work. Is what I'm saying. They're getting these interviews in, but they need to pick point the correct men. There you go. Yeah, if we got one of those four four guys, I'd be ecstatic. Even if we didn't get one of those four of the twelve guys they're interviewing, none of them are really bad. So they're in good hands, and. Better hands than the Vikings, the Giants, all these other bum teams without a coach. Stupid Dolphins firing Flores, you know. Huge mistake. Uh, go to uh, the wild card round is also happening this weekend. First game, Cincinnati versus Las Vegas. They played in October or November, either one of those. They played earlier in the season. The Bengals wrecked them in Vegas. So, well, let's get this right. Your early season prediction was Las Vegas wouldn't make it to the playoffs. They would have a downfall. What do you have to say about that, sir? Shut your mouth, all right? It's like you searched for my predictions just to make sure you could get me... Alright, I'm, I'm sure, I'm not sure how many correct playoff teams you had, mister. What is this? More I than had, you. Uh, Being out of the experts here? I had one... Wait, I, I forgot we did that. I want to see. What, uh, what do I... I... I can remember who I picked to make the playoffs, at least. I had... Sure, I who, who I got right, I got the Buccaneers right... I bet you nobody got the Eagles right. I got the... I got the Rams. I got the Cardinals right. That's three. That's... uh, I got the Bills right. That's four. Chiefs, five. That's it. I only got five out of the 14 teams. Pretty abysmal. I want to see my picks. I clicked the link that you sent a long time ago. It's somewhere up there. Too many, too many at everyone messages to sort through. No, I, I found the link, but I don't know what to do once I find the link. Click it. <laughs> yeah, I clicked the link and it just shows me the week 18 game results. Doesn't show you the predictions. Look at the records. Ten and seven Bengals, nine seven and one Steelers. Okay, no, those are the right one. Eh, somewhere. Any this can't be. This can't be. Uh, let me see. You try. I'll try. Looking and it's loading and uh, yeah.
Yeah, it's not. Okay. in maybe that's the problem this is Confucius oh, okay uh, we can do one to play also Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, so, in terms of the Bengals Raiders game, I think the Bengals should win easily. Um, I think it'll be closer than it was last time. Last time they won by like 19. I think the Raiders are better now. It'll be a high scoring game. But in the cold, Joe Burrow will be able to do enough to outperform Carr. I mean, ain't nobody on the Raiders is stopping, stopping Jamar Chase. You think so? I mean, honestly, if I'm a Raiders fan, I'm just happy that we got this far. I'm not even expecting anything out of this game. You know, like, the fact they even made it to the playoffs as the fifth seed after everything that's happened to them in this season is just absolute, like, insanity. One great highlight today of the year is the connection Derek Carr and Hunter Renfro have established. Hunter Renfro, one of the most underrated route runners in the league. Red zone targets. I think that's a good point to move forward on. Renfro's a beast. He's the main thing keeping the Raiders going. With Waller been out the past few weeks, only just. Former Clemson Tiger. And uh, you know Max Crosby, Yannick Ngakwe, they've been doing pretty well too. Nate Hobbs, also a revelation. I think, uh, yeah, like you said, the Raiders are impressive that they got here, but they're just not good enough compared to the Bengals, both offensively yeah. and defensively. Um, but I don't know, the Bengals are very inexperienced. We could see like a choke, almost like a... I don't think they're as good as the Ravens were from Lamar's MVP year. But we can see like a, a collapse on that, like sort of comparable to that. Mm, uh, I guess that is possible, but I believe in clutch Joe Burrow. He's never failed in a clutch game before. Joe Shiesty. Um, it's the battle of who's the best team the Bears beat this season. So there's that. Mhm. Mm uh, so we're in agreement. Bengals, let's say bang. I'll say Bengals. Uh, thirty-four, twenty-four. Uh, so Bengals. Twenty-eight, twenty-four. Yeah, Bengals twenty-four, fourteen in this cold Cincinnati weather. I forgot it was cold, but. Uh, 
still think it would be a decently high scoring game. Uh, the next game, I think it's Bills Patriots Saturday night. Um, matchup number three on the season. First game, the Patriots threw the ball all of three times and won the game <coughs> in Buffalo. Extremely windy. Second time, the Bills won. Josh Allen went crazy. They were able to secure the division. So here's matchup three. It's not going to be as windy as it was the first time, but it'll be. But it's going to be super time. cold, though. It'll be freezing. So did I you guys see the guy that said Josh Allen to take Viagra to keep his blood flowing during the game? Well, that man is a fool. How does that man even? <laughs> Mark Scott. I don't know how he still is Why would to he... talk on ESPN. Why would he say that on live TV? What are you thinking? He's he's a fool. That's what he is. Anyway, Josh Allen can play in the cold weather. So, Mac Jones can't. So, the Bills definitely have the advantage passing the ball. Running the ball, the Patriots have the big advantage. Defensively, both teams have very good defenses. So, honestly, this this is... This one and the Monday night game are going to be the biggest toss-ups. I think I think the Bills will win, but it's going to be really close. I agree. I wouldn't be shocked if it went either way. I think it would be a great game. Both teams. I think at the, end the outcome of the is I feel like both teams have been played really good this year and uh, I'd be happy for the winner. I feel like, like I'm almost kinda of mad that these two teams play each other first round. If yeah. I don't want to see both make it far. Yeah. I feel like at the end of the day it's gonna be who's gonna which quarterback is gonna make a big throw late in the game. And Mac Jones has been good but he's he's not good enough to be doing that at the end of the game mm-hmm. yet. Josh Allen he'll be able to do that. Josh Allen is Josh freaking out. I do. I can't wait to see JC Jackson versus Stephon Diggs again. That'll be fun. Uh, if JC Jackson can win most of his matchups, I don't think. I think the Bills' receivers outside of Diggs are a little bit overrated. So if you. JC Jackson can do good enough on digs. Josh Allen will have uh, will struggle a little more than he'd like. Cool Beasley. Yeah, the Bills have a decent receiver core. Cole Beasley, Gabriel Davis, Emmanuel Sanders. Boy, Emmanuel Sanders is fifty years old. But uh Yeah, he's aged a bit. Judon is the X Factor too. He was like going Bro off. Bro and Dawson early. Knox in the passing game. Judon was going off a little earlier in the season. He cooled down down the stretch. But I think he was he had like twelve sacks or something. He was really good. That was the stuff I like to see. So What's the next think, game? So I think this game. Close to the end, I say Bills twenty-one to twenty. I can't keep agreeing with you, so I'm gonna go 
Patriot 27-21. What the frick? Mm. Oh, yeah, 21. Bills. I thought he said 41. I was like, what? In... No, no, no. 27-21. Oh, no. That Bills winning 28-17. to 17. Oof, don't think it'll be that close. Okay, on to the Sunday games. Uh, first up, Eagles Buccaneers. This honestly, all of the matchups except 49ers Cowboys happened early in the year. That's kind of crazy. Um, Eagles Buccaneers. The they played in Philadelphia on a Thursday night earlier this year. The Bucks were up twenty-eight to seven going into the fourth. The Eagles made it a game, but they ended up losing twenty-eight twenty-two. I I want to see the Eagles win, obviously, but I just can't see it. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen. I will say the Eagles have everything set up for them except their opposing quarterback. I mean, the Buccaneers are decimated. Last time they played, it was the Fournette show. I mean, you are playing a 44-year-old seven-time Super Bowl quarterback, so in high doubt that they come up with the upset. I will say the Buccaneers' run defense started as the best in the league this year. Then as injuries piled up, they got worse and worse and worse. So the Eagles are the best team running the ball in the league this year. So if they want to win, they seem to literally run the ball 75% of downs. Just keep stay with it the whole game. Don't force Jalen Hurts to throw the ball a lot. Keep Brady off the field as much as you can. Long, methodical drives. Score. Yeah, the Buccaneers will score. They'll match you. But if you can get these long, methodical drives, you can get the ball at the end of the game, you might have a chance. Well, you have the number one rushing attack against the number one rush defense. I mean, the Buccaneers' defense is what? absolutely unbreakable. No, no, no. They, they, they've struggled on the stretch. That's the thing. They've struggled, but Vita Vea, Devin White, Jack Barrett, Levante David, they'll get things going. I better hope so. Um, Darius Slay has been really good this year. Um... And they're not they're only gonna have Mike Evans. Let's remember that. Godwin's out for season. Antonio Brown went crazy. You got the like the their weapons are in general like decimated. Yeah, Evans and Gronk and then you got a bunch of third, maybe, fourth maybe stringers. Maybe Fournette will be back. That's that's a far cry from what they had last year. It's a big stretch if he plays. Honestly, it'll be really impressive if Brady takes them to the Super Bowl again, considering they, they were a wild card team last year, but they were way better last year, I feel. Who, the Eagles defense, what was the Eagles defense? How good were they? DVOA, they were. Oh, login. Ah. Well, the Eagles' pass defense ranked 11th. 
I mean... 25th in defensive DVOA. They're not that good. So, I mean... I don't really expect... Not a terrible defense, but... Not good enough to stop the GOAT. Absolutely. So, I would say... They have any chance, like I said, they gotta run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, and hope Brady, lacking his weapons, isn't able to go crazy. But, nonetheless, the Buccaneers are still supremely more talented, and they have Tom Brady. So, it will be... Uh, final score prediction, Buccaneers, 27... Eagles 17. We'll go. Uh, 31 13 bucks. Actually, no, 31 17. I'll give him 17 points. I'm going with a uh, large margin as well. Buccaneers with a statement win. 38 to 17. Alright, the next game we got the 49ers at the Cowboys. The only game that's not a rematch of a game earlier this season, I think. Right? They didn't play. Yeah, they didn't play each other this year. Um, 49ers 10 and 7, Cowboys. 12 and 5, I think? Yeah. Cowboys 12 and 5. Snag the third seed. Dak having a great year. Comeback player of the year. Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard making up a great rushing tandem. Mari Cooper and CD Lamb going crazy. And the defense taking the ball away a lot between Micah Parsons and Trevon Diggs. So honestly. The two, the two teams with the highest point differentials in the NFL this year were the Bills and the Cowboys. That wouldn't be a crazy Super Bowl matchup. I think... It would be a fun Super Bowl matchup. They're... I want... I want a shootout <clears throat> in the Super Bowl. That game could definitely be a shootout. I think the 49ers, you know, they got... Great of them to get into the playoffs. Debo Samuel having an amazing season. Um, Garoppolo doing fine with Trey Lance staring down. Nick Bosa coming back and having a great year. Fortunately, their secondary is definitely not ready for a game like this against Dallas's high-flying offense. And Garoppolo, you just know Garoppolo is going to throw like two interceptions to Trevon Diggs. He's like hot and cold. Then he'll give up a 90 yard touchdown to Debo. Good balance. No, I mean, the 49ers. The 49ers have the firepower to do it. I mean, as you said, Arda, they could easily pull one. You know, a quick 90 yard drive, 90 yard touchdown. 
And they're one of the hotter teams in the league, riding a five-game win streak and beating three playoff teams in the meantime. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a close one. I think you mean five and one or something, because they definitely lost to the Titans that one game. That was one, that was like the last Thursday night game of the season. But you're right, they are oh, yeah. hot. Definitely very hot. They they were down 17-0 against the Rams. They came back to win in overtime. That was huge because otherwise they were gonna miss the playoffs. So what they need. They need Debo Samuel to have another amazing game. They need Garoppolo to limit the t- turnovers because the Cowboys, Trevon Diggs, he jumps a lot of routes. He plays really aggressive. That's what got him a lot of interceptions, but it also allowed him to give up the most yards in coverage. So you need to not throw it when Trevon Diggs is baiting you. You need to throw it when your receivers, whether it's Sam- Samuel or Ayuk, even Jawan Jennings beats him. Because he'll jump those routes, double move him. That's what you need to do. Make him watch double moves, let him jump on those, and then throw it deep. Coach and drawing up the game plan. And then. And honestly, for Dallas's defense and Dan Quinn, you just gotta watch film from last week uh, when they had the number one corner in the league on him. Jalen Ramsey, I mean, he did his best to lock him up, but Debo's just, Debo's just going to Debo on you. You got to double-team Samuel, literally every time. Where Wherever he is on the field, put two guys on him. You really reason the backfield. Even then, have your two linebackers only focus on him. Not anything pass or anything. Like, nobody else on the 49ers is going to beat you up. Well, Kittle, I forgot about Kittle. <laughs> Kittle, you can you throw a safety on Kittle, and then you double-team Debo, and you hope that Kittle doesn't go too crazy on you. You guys think Debo is an emerging Cordero Patterson in the backfield? Way better than Cordero Patterson. Way better. But just in the backfield, like, I obviously, overall, he's a much better player than Cordero. But, like, in terms of informing to a running back... I mean, it's kind of insane. He he was he, he had a few snaps at running back, and then this year they basically asked him for a few games to play full-time, and he has literally no problems with it. So, Patterson, it took years for him to become, like, up until this year he had decent runs, but he was never, like, a good running back. Debo immediately was a good running back. Kind of crazy. Every team needs, like, a Debo Samuel. Big steal in the draft in fantasy for me in a few of my leagues. I can't believe he freaking at the beginning of the year he was ranked like ninety fifth and lower than IU. What a terrible job by IU did. did fall off this year. Just a little bit. Anyhow, Cowboys defense they just need to. Use Mike Parsons in every which way so that Kyle Shanahan can adjust. Use him at linebacker, use him at defensive end, drop him into coverage. And then the 49ers defense, they need Nick Bosa to have an amazing game so their secondary doesn't get picked apart. 
this is a 90s rivalry rekindled here and I'll say final score 31 28 Cowboys or 31 um, I think this game could be fun I'll go I want to run like an exotic score. 32-28, Cowboys. Actually, I don't think it'll be that high scoring, but... One of these guesses has to, will have to be right. I'll go... 49ers with an upset, 24-21. Okay, bold. Robbie Gold game winning field goal, maybe. I'll take that. Flashbacks to Cody Parkey. Ew. Never say that name. Okay, and then we got the Sunday night game. Objectively the worst game. Uh, Steelers at Kansas City. They just got pummeled by Kansas City a couple weeks ago, 36 to 10. And Mason Rudolph had to come in. Okay. And not only that, your starting quarterback, who's probably going to play his last you career game. <laughs> oh my god. You should not be saying that about your own team before yeah, a playoff. He's being sarcastic. He's <laughs> a terrible leader. Oh, Najee yeah. fell for it. He's like, what? Maybe you're being sarcastic. You, do you even like say that? I mean, listen, dude. Dude, brother's being honest. He knows the situation. <laughs> the situation. I'm questioning the end to his career. Well, I think the Steelers won't play that badly, but they will play badly. So. No, they're going to get absolutely destroyed. Something like 30 to 14. Better than 36 to 10. For the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, they're just overmatched everywhere. Theoretically, they could be able to score. If, if they can throw, like, Chiefs pass defense against deep passes was, like, the worst in the league. But problem is, Big Ben can't throw deep. So we're just going to dump it off to Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool every time and hope they do something. Or, you know, Najee Harris might end up with like 14 ah. catches for 50 yards again. <coughs> Those are some ins there were some insane stat lines for Najee Harris this year. Like 10 catches, but only 50 yards receiving. <laughs> like I mean, that's what happens when you play with a check down quarterback. <laughs> In his Every 30, third and long, uh, dumps it off to Najee Harris, and he's got a long way to go for the first down. <laughs> Steelers, just unless Big Ben finds the fountain of youth and can throw the ball deep, he's got the receivers for it, but he just doesn't have the arm for it. They're going to lose. And the defense, they need Watt to have like, his greatest game ever. Even then, they're... Defense is decimated with injuries. I don't see it happening. Chiefs just need to play their game offensively. Mahomes is coming into his own. 
Defense is doing well, too. Hey, the Chiefs got hot at the right time. They're in their bag. <laughs> I'd be surprised if it's another Super Bowl run. I mean, they should be the favorite out of the AFC. Them, like, they, they and the Bills should be favored above the Titans. The t- I don't see the Titans making it play the second round. Titans are on a bye. You fool. This guy didn't even... That's yeah, I said means. I don't see him. I said That's I what he means. That's like a road, you bozo. Uh, you know what? I heard... Why are you trying to clown me? Like, hello? <laughs> all right, all right. He's not mentally there. Whatever. All right. The fact is, Bill, Bill's Chiefs should be the AFC Championship game. Well, honestly, the Ravens should have made it, but they got all those injuries. Bill's Chiefs, but unfortunately, it's probably going to be the divisional round. Anyhow, we agree, blowout, not well, blowout, but less of a blowout for the Chiefs against Steelers. Even Ben Roth. No, screw it. The, the Steelers are going to upset them. <laughs> they're going to muck up the game. They're going to... The defense is gonna play good. They're gonna win, seventeen to thirteen. T.J. Watt, Mahomes will demand the trade. T.J. Watt, six sacks. Yep, Minka Fitzpatrick, three interceptions. Uh, Eunice isn't gonna believe it. Predict that craziness, right, Eunice? Of course not. Kansas City with another blowout win. If not blowout, I'll say the closest margin Pittsburgh in uh tenth would be a margin of ten. So maybe like thirty one twenty one. Alright, uh, on to the last game, the Monday night game. Okay, Dave, you can have Bulls, Grizzlies, Hawks, Bucks, and then an NFL wildcard game, Rams, Cardinals. Split the season series. Cardinals blew them out in LA in September or early October. And then the Rams came back, beat them in Arizona. That was what started like the Cardinals losing streak. Cost them the division. Where they lost they lost games they shouldn't have to the Lions and the Seahawks and even the Colts. Um, they might get J.J. Watt back, but they're not going to get Hopkins back for this game. Frankly, I really I want to pick the Cardinals. I want to pick an upset. I, I had none of the games I picked. And the only one I really said was there was a chance was a Patriots game. So, But the problem is, Cardinals without Hopkins, they're just not the same. Watt will at least help their defense a lot. And Arizona's defense is um, pretty underrated defense. They have a pretty good, uh, pretty good amount of weapons. And uh, Byron Murphy, underrated safety with Buda Baker. Um, their pass rush is pretty good too, with um, the emergence of Isaiah Simmons. Yeah, Isaiah Simmons is doing pretty well. 
their lack of corners. They don't have a lot of corners outside Byron Murphy. That doesn't help them. That's why they needed a Watt a lot. Pressure the QB, force them into mistakes. They haven't had that since, like, what, week 8, week 7. They were undefeated with Watt, and then he got injured. They lost a bunch of games. And if they get Watt back 100%, you got to watch out for Chandler Jones as well. The biggest X factor, guys. Come on. Eric Weddle coming out of retirement Bro, what the to play for the Rams. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know how you guys are not talking about this. You know what? I, I hope the Cardinals win and they just throw it deep on this man. Every play. What, what, whose idea was this? <laughs> Why it's so random? Their safety play isn't even bad. This man is not, apparently <laughs> has like... a lot of injuries, but you, instead of picking up a practice squad dude or a dude who's suited up for another team, you're gonna you're gonna pick up this dude who hasn't played in three years. <laughs> what do you expect this is gonna happen? Dude, this is what this is what the Rams are thinking, man. This is a Marshawn Lynch type guy, but ten times worse. I mean, unless they sign him just to like distract the Cardinals, like, oh yeah, we gotta prepare for this guy. So we're gonna our entire game plan is to go with this guy, and then they like. Even Marshawn, they signed him literally to just be like a goal linebacker. They didn't sign him to do anything besides that. And it was like a fan favorite thing. You really think Rams fans care that much about Eric Weddle? Like, okay, cool, he played for us a couple years ago. Marshawn Lynch was the Seahawks. That was literally just like, okay, let's amp up our crowd for these big games. (laughs) He's probably the only other player other than Andrew Whitworth. That was on the St. Louis Rams. You disgusting. Um, you know the Rams. Stafford, he had a pretty good season, except for that tiny stretch of games where he threw like a pick six, three straight games. Um, they lost Robert Woods. They don't have Daryl Anderson, but somehow Cam Akers came back. Odell's been doing pretty well alongside Cooper Cup, Offensive Player of the Year. O-line's held up. And the defense, you know, Aaron Donald doing his thing, Jalen Ramsey doing his thing. The role players haven't been as good as they were last year, but they're still doing pretty good. It's gonna come down to Stafford. Is he gonna? Is he gonna play like Detroit Stafford? Actually, not even Detroit Stafford. Is he gonna play like Detroit, or is he gonna play? How are we supposed to be playing? No, no I, I got this. Is he gonna play like J- Detroit Stafford, where he used to only throw it to Calvin Johnson and hope he'd get bailed out, or Detroit Stafford later, who actually became a pretty good QB? But was but had a terrible team around him. That Padford. Man, I really remember when everyone just thought Stafford was crap and he would just throw it up to Calvin Johnson every play. <laughs> Wasn't inaccurate, but he's uh, come a long way since. Kyler Murray needs to start winning too, so. I need to see a big game from him, both throwing the ball and running the ball. 
Can also guarantee James Conner it's a touchdown. James Conner had 18 touchdowns in 15 games. That's efficiency right there. Very efficient. So true. Alright, anyways, picks, come on. What do you got? Well, as the second most, or even most interesting game of the weekend, very hard to pick. I think this game goes to overtime, and, man, only, well, both teams are missing a receiver, but obviously Robert Woods is less important to the Rams than DeAndre Hopkins is to the Cardinals, so I will say 31-30 to Rams. And we also have the Rams winning. Well, we're going super high scoring. We go 45-41 Rams. Wow. Just for fun. I mean, I'd love to see a shootout, but don't think that will happen. I mean, it's still a high scoring game. Rams 28, Cardinals 24. So mostly... Mostly agree, but can't see ripe for some upsets in the 49ers game, Cardinals game, and Patriots game. Be a fun playoff round. Super wild card weekend. Woo! And then before we get out of here, UCLA and Oregon just went to overtime. Oh, yeah, I've been watching. Nice. They turn the ball over like three times in a row to let UCLA come back. Great. College basketball, guys. Also, can't wait for the Bulls Warriors. We just got blown out on national television match tomorrow. <laughs> That'll be fun. Uh, but like yeah. I said, before we get out of here, good job, Georgia. You guys beat Alabama. Stetson Bennett did it, even though I thought they should have benched him for JT Daniels halfway through. But he threw that dime deep down the field to help them win the game. Bowers scored, and and he got the pick six, and it was all over. Good job, guys. You beat them without Jameson Williams and John Mechie. Now it's Purdue's turn. (laughs) How many wins did Northwestern have this year? Listen, how many wins? Look, Northwestern, how many wins did Northwestern and Illinois have combined? Please let me know. Both teams are in a situation where, like, Man, shut your mouth, all right? Yeah, that's what I thought. Purdue I'm letting you guys know now. Purdue with a bounce back here. Notre Dame with a bounce back here with Marcus Friedman. Watch. Nobody gives a damn. Notre Dame is ass. Tell right, Who needs Brian Kelly when you have Marcus Fiesta Freeman? Bowl, all right. They blew that Fiesta Bowl. All right, all right. Forget it. Just, just, just wrap it up. Get us out of here. The Rose Bowl was fun. Alright, yeah, fine, I'll wrap you up so you can so we can watch this game. Uh, 
we will be back next week. Peace out. Bye-bye. Peace.